Are your marketing campaigns generating all the leads you want? If not, find out how you can fix that on today's show. Today, once again, we have Mr. Drew Cameron in the house to continue the conversation about the inner workings of a successful marketing campaign. Now, if you like this content and you're a member, make sure to check out the entire marketing course on the EGIA website. Click Contractor Training and select the Marketing, Branding, and Lead Generation class. If you're not a member, listen closely. Go ahead, sign up for a free trial at the top of this page. You'll get access for 30 days and you can take the entire course absolutely free. What do you got to lose? Nothing. That's what. Everything to gain. All right, let's wrap up this content this week with Mr. Drew Cameron. So then I'm going to go ahead and approach my vendors, right? Because I told you, I need a partner in this, right? My partner's going to be my vendor, manufacturer, distributor, depending on where you buy your equipment, products and services as well. So what products am I going to approach them with and how am I going to package this? So for example, if I'm doing any one of these campaigns here about where I like to go with complete systems, because that's how it works. More often than not, you got to have a, a complete solution. Why? It keeps your team busy for a full day, maybe two days, depending on how you, how you do jobs. But it keeps you, your team busy for a full day. A furnace or just an air conditioner is a part of a day. I need to fill a full day, a full day's worth of overhead, right? So I approach them and say, I'm going to go with, let's say, your 15 SEER systems and up. If I buy them as a complete package, furnace, coil, outdoor and thermostat, maybe you know, anything else you need to kind of make that work if there's any other ancillary items, I'm gonna buy a complete package. If I buy, if I order that system as on a purchase order as a complete package, you give me the deal. If I buy just components, you charge me your full price. So for example, we're coming up into the fourth quarter here. You know as well as I do, you're getting about a six to 8% price increase on January 2nd. It's just happening. Set your watch to it. Manufacturers are like, like a Rolex. I mean, they, that's, that's how they release their, their price increases, like on the dime on January 2nd. So I'm gonna go ahead and say, listen, I, I don't wanna participate in your price increase. I want you to hold, that, hold the line on that, and then I want you to give me a discount on the systems that I'm gonna do either here in the fourth quarter or in the first quarter of, of 2021, uh, and you're gonna give me a discount because I'm buying it as a complete package. Here's what we know. If I'm slow, they're slow. So I'm going to go ahead and partner and commit with you know, to you to go ahead and buy that, get a certain discount. I like to see no less than 5% on the package. And think about that. If you do this in Q1 and you avoid a 6% 6 to 8% price increase and you get maybe a 5 to 10% discount, I like to get an 8% discount if I can for my manufacturers, right? 8% saved on no price increase plus an 8% discount on the package. That's like a, a double dipping, right? I'm saving the customer 16%. And I can use 2020 pricing in 2021, right? I can use my 2020 book price with the discount off the printed price in my price book, okay? Because I'm not incurring the price increase. And I can take 8% off and the customer's winning because they're double dipping because I am using 2020 pricing with no 8% bump, plus it's an 8% reduction. So hopefully that makes sense, right? You get that discount and you're gonna say, I'm gonna do that and I want you to offer me that, let's say, on 51 systems, 37 systems. Pick a number that you like. Maybe it's your favorite number above 30, right? And you basically say, this is the number of systems that I can do in this window of time, right, before I get busy again to where I don't have to go ahead and offer the predatory, uh, predatory discounts, if you will, and predatory pricing and predatory financing, which we'll talk about in a moment, right? 
But I like to do something like, like 51 systems because again, these aren't gonna be the only leads I create. I'll get my other leads from my service department and other things I've got going on anyway. Right? I'm just trying to supplement my business. This is not an all or nothing proposition here. So for example, in Q1, I might say 57 systems and before March 31st. Either or, whichever comes first. So the manufacturer's gonna cut me off right after I hit 51 systems or 57 systems, whatever that number is. They, they usually don't. They're okay, you know, me running this thing all the way to the end of the expiration date, because the expiration date and the quantity will be in the marketing piece. Why? It creates urgency for the customer. We're also gonna talk to them about, listen, I gotta go ahead and market this thing. I either gotta do some radio, some TV, some newspapers, some direct mail, postcards, something like that to promote this. And there's a hard marketing cost there. And so I'm gonna look to my manufacturer to give me some discretionary money, some discretionary dollars. I, they're gonna say, well, you can use your co-op. Okay, I can. I use my co-op the rest of the year. This is where I get aggressive, where no other contractors get aggressive. They all sit back and they tolerate being slow and being unbroken, being unprofitable. Not me. So I'm gonna say, you know what? I know they're not spending all their marketing dollars. You've got the opportunity to take any discretionary money that they're not using and share it the way you see fit. So I wanna go outside the co-op campaign and I want you to give me $10,000, $20,000 for the direct mail piece. I always go in, figure out what my cost of the direct mail piece is. I ask my manufacturer to give me half of it. Hey, if I get 25% of it, that's great. I'm gonna at least say, I say, hey, we're both in this. We both have skin in the game. Because what they're going to realize is that yes, I am reducing my profit. They are reducing their profit, but we both stay busy. We both stay healthy, right? And then I go to my sales team and I say, listen, I'm going to go ahead and get, you know, uh, do this campaign. If I don't market, you don't have leads. So again, let's say I pay, I pay a 10% commission, right? So 10% of no leads is what? 10% of no sales is what? Zero. I don't care if you're playing with the new math, right? But if I did, let's say, 60% of your commission in a window of time in which if I don't do this marketing, you don't stay busy, you don't stay healthy yourself, you're not able to feed your family to the level that you'd like to or have the lifestyle that you'd like to. So listen, we're gonna do a 6%. We're gonna do a commission share of 4% because I'm, I'm reducing my profit. I got a profit share going on here, going back into the business. The manufacturer's gonna, gonna take a little bit of skin in the game here as well. And so all of us are in this together, right? And I, all, I allow them to offer this campaign on all opportunities. So even if the lead came in off the internet or the yellow pages or my technicians turned it over, everybody gets the offer because that's gonna allow them to be even more aggressive with their closing ratios because I still give them closing ratios bonuses. I still give them volume bonuses as part of their compensation plan. So the commission share comes in. Now all three of us have skin in the game. Now do you see how you're reducing your cost to cover the cost of giving away the things that you're giving away? Right? We then go ahead and we get real aggressive with the financing as well. I'll go to my manufacturer who offers my financing or I'll work with my financing uh, lenders either through EGIA or whatever you know, uh, platform you're working with and I will put together predatory payment plans. 0% for 36 months, 0% for uh, 60 months. I don't normally offer those types of things maybe because the high, there's a high dealer cost in that. Obviously during a manufacturer's campaign, they're willing to buy it down for you so maybe other times during the year they're willing to buy it down for you. I know a couple manufacturers that will do that. And I might also do you know, 6.99 for 10 or 12 years. 
even though it might have an 8% dealer cost, if I can get a deal on it in a window of time, might as well do it. Here's the other thing. I've lowered my cost structure anyway with some of this. I'm creating more volume than I would have normally had anyway. If this fits into my plan for the whole year, because it's a whole year of business that we're monitoring here, I might have higher financing costs, let's say January through March, than I would normally like, but I'll probably have lower financing costs later in the year. But for the whole year, I'm good. So predatory payment plans help you do these promotions as well. And again, you can also maybe cover your costs in an additional way. We talked about promotional materials. So promotional materials, I'm not talking about marketing, how you, how you make the phone ring. What I'm talking about is, what do you need to have in your salespeople's hands, in your technician's hands? Maybe a flyer, maybe a copy of the promo that you have, that you hand out when you're in the home, where the technician and or the salesperson has a, a chart or a table or something that proves that this is a legitimate offer. You don't want to just wing these things. This needs to be documented. Yes, the customer may not have gotten a direct mail piece. So then have your technicians out there with a direct mail piece. Have the salespeople out there with the, with the direct mail piece. Have the table out there that shows the, the rebates and the trade-in allowances by, by level and the, the predatory financing plan that's available to them by level or the free, free items that's included with each level of solution that you're willing to offer. Have it in writing. You can't just have your salespeople and your technicians articulate it because the customer needs to see that it's in, pr in print. That's the, the proof, right? And so you gotta make sure you put promotional materials into the hands of your people as well. Your marketing collateral, that's the stuff that, like I said, that's your direct mail, that's your newspaper, that's your radio, that's your TV. How are you gonna get this out to the market? How are you gonna get the word out there that you've got this campaign that's available? Right? You've gotta find a way to do that. And we've got some content on the EGIA site for the Suite 16. And if you uh, reach out to me, I can also uh, direct you to some other resources who can help you with sourcing and developing your direct mail campaigns, your postcards, your letters. I'm a big fan of letters when it comes to replacement or oversized postcards, not little postcards. And don't promote this solution with discounts on service, discounts on other products and services that you have, discounts on maintenance, right? A replacement offer needs to ride alone in its marketing. It needs to be a solo uh, event. Sales psychology. We talk about this as well in the sales training. The promotion is never the reason to do something. And you've got to make sure that you don't go out with sensation language to a customer and say, this is great, Sunday, 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 sale, sale, sale. This is the best package we offer all year long. The discounts are amazing. No, no, no. Just even keeled. Bill and Susan, yes, we do happen to have a promotion going on right now. It may or may not be appropriate to what you've got going on in your house. We can kind of see how it applies. Let's figure out what's going on in your going on in your house, right? And then I can put together some solutions for you to consider, and then we can see how the promotion applies or doesn't apply. Because it doesn't, it doesn't make sense in every situation. Now, let me caution you, Bill and Susan. The promotion is never the reason to do something, but it might be the reason to consider doing something sooner rather than later if what you're gonna do makes sense and addresses the concerns, problems, wants, wishes, needs, and desires that you have. Right, because you can save some money. Yeah, you can get some free items now. You can take advantage of, of some special uh, payment plans that we don't normally have any other time of the year. But I want to caution you, the, the promotion is just never the reason to, to do something, but it might be the reason to consider doing it sooner rather than later. Fair enough? And so they say, yeah. And now they see you're not pouncing and trying to shove a promotion down their throat because they're going to be skeptical. And you have to explain how this came about. We're slow, and if we're slow, our manufacturer's slow. So we decided to kind of partner. 
if we can partner and we can fill our schedule, guess what? You know, we make most of our money, you know, during the summer. We make most of our money between May and let's say September. And then we end up giving it back the rest of the year. Well, if we can cover our, you know, cover our costs and maybe make a little bit of money in the off seasons, we keep everybody gainfully employed. And I'd rather keep everybody gainfully employed, you know, than, than laying them off or having them go, you know, having to forage for work, you know, in a tough time. That just makes no sense. That's not good to them. We don't want to treat our, our, our people that way. So we figure what, if we can basically, you know, earn your business by giving you some incentives at a certain time of year to help us stay busy, it's a win-win-win. And customer's like, makes sense. I can see why you're offering me the deal that you're offering me. Because you can't just put that stuff out there. There's got to be a reason behind it. And that has to be said in your marketing materials, and it has to be explained in the sales uh, mentality in the home. But again, like I say, I caution the customers. It's never the reason to do business with us. And lastly, frequency. Here's the danger. These campaigns work really well, and they can drive things, you know, uh, uh, you know, drive customers to your business. They can make your phone ring. They can create the internet web forms coming in and, and, and get you busy. You can't get addicted to this stuff, though, and use it all year long. You have to use a complete marketing solution all year round. And I'll invite you to kind of look at the, the EGI website for a complete marketing campaign and solution and calendar and budget for the whole year. This is just when you're slow and the mechanics of what you do when you're slow. I will do this maybe three times a year. I will do it at the very end of the year because obviously right around Thanksgiving to New Year's is tough. And I'll go after maybe my customer base at this time of year, right? And then in January, Q1, I'll go after the, the, the general public. I'll go out the second week of January and I'll have this campaign uh, where I offer this to the, to the general public. Maybe the offer is a little bit better for my customers and we do a private letter sale here at the end of the year during the holidays and I stop marketing by December 10th or 12th, and then January, second week of January, I pick it back up, I go out to the general public, I buy a list, and I hit them with the same, same campaign. They just don't get as good an offer as my, my customer does, nor should they, right? And then that'll get me into the, uh, into the spring, right? And then I get a little bit busy. Maybe I have a lesser offer over here where I kind of do the spring preseason, and then it's the end of the season, right? Where maybe in August, vacation month, things get tough. Where, where you're between August and October where you get busy up here in the north. And I call that the transitional season. And we talked about that in a previous video. I'll tuck one of these in there. But I can't use this all year long and I don't use the same one and mix it up a little bit. But when I find the recipe that works, I might do, let's say, free furnace with air conditioner in the fall. I might do at cost promotion, Q1. And I might do end of summer thing where I offer some rebates or gift cards and trade allowances or a, another free item package with some predatory financing at the end of the season. So find out what works in your market and this will be the mechanics of how you offer a major marketing campaign because you gotta cover your costs, you gotta stay profitable. But realize you're not in this alone. You got a team, you've got your vendors, your distributors, your uh, manufacturers, right? You've also got your, your salespeople because you're working with them and they're in it uh, you know, with you. Because if you don't do it, both of you suffer. And of course, I want to make sure that my customers get taken care of as well and create some unique opportunities for them. So that being said, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me. But that's the mechanics of a major marketing campaign. Until next time. Great content there from Drew, as always, of course. Now, once again, if you're not a member, 
then go ahead and sign up for the free trial at the top of this page. You get access to the entire website for 30 days. You can take the full marketing course absolutely free. We'll see you next week, folks. Until then, bye-bye for now.